welcome to another episode of Unscripted, a show where I sit and waste time talking about a particular subject. Now, if you've listened to my other episodes, you might have noticed that I had some microphone issues. I think this episode should be better. I tuned it. The microphone, not the episode. I didn't tune the episode. I'm still recording. <laughs> um... So, the audio issues should be fixed now. I haven't gotten to re-recording the story episode, and I haven't gotten any farther in it. I wrote a couple words, and then I got stuck. (laughs) Struggles of an author. Anyway, I hope everyone's New Year is going well. It's the 5th. 5 is a nice number. And, uh, yeah, this year, well, a little bit, I think it was December 9th, I don't know, sometime in December last year, a game that I've been waiting for was released, I think it was December, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. Now, I've been a fan, well, not really a fan, I enjoy the series and I've been enjoying it since the first game came out. And I played all of them. I didn't beat all of them, but I played them all. And then they came out with Help Wanted VR. I didn't have VR. And eventually, the local library got a PlayStation copy. So I rented that and I played it. And it was actually pretty cool. The jump scares were novelty and little twists and little minor secrets. It was pretty great. The story of Five Nights at Freddy's, not the plot, just the story of its creation. I don't really follow the plot anymore because I got kind of lost after somebody died but then didn't. The story of the game was confusing and I don't really care for it. It's not bad, but whatever. And, uh, no, but I was talking about the, just the creator. He, it started out as an indie game, and now it's a multi-million dollar franchise. So, there is a success story for the, for the ages. So, a rundown of how my experience with Five Nights at Freddy's was was minor frights and a whole lot of how in the hell did he get over here if you've played the game any of the games you will understand in Help Wanted they have games 1, 2, and 3 a vent repair game, parts and services, and night terrors. Night terrors is the closest thing to Five Nights at Freddy's 4, which for me was the scariest one because that's the one that took place in a house and it was a, it hit a little too close to home. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so I played the first one, got through the first two nights, after abusing my power and getting taken out by Freddy, 
I decided to play it through the next one. The thing about Help Wanted is that it doesn't teach you everything. Some stuff you have to figure out by yourself. So, there was a couple times when I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing because I'm an idiot. I look back on it now and I realize that it was probably pretty simple to understand. Anyway, after a few more jump scares and me no longer getting scared, but just getting frustrated that I have to start the entire night over even though I was on 4am. I beat the first two nights of Five Nights at Freddy's 2. And then I played the third one, which, you know, would seem a little bit easier since there's only one animatronic you really have to look out for. That and, like, your ventilation and audio and video. It, it takes thinking. Anyway, played that a couple times. No longer getting as scared. Some minor jumps here and there. But most of it was just painful. Because apparently, Springtrap, the main villain for Finance at 33, is a teleporting wizard. I don't know what kind of spell books he's been reading, but for some reason, I see him in one room, I turn to the left, and he's there. Even though. Five seconds ago, he was on the other side of the restaurant. Now, I don't know what kind of dark magic he's been using, but to get from there all the way to the door in less than five seconds, he should sign up for the Justice League. He could replace the Flash. God. It's... it's it. The game was... was past tense fun and then at one point it just got to the it got to the point where it was I hate this and I hate everything about it but I am not gonna lose and I have to win for the sake of my pride I'm a little bit like my mother that way we whenever we get frustrated at games instead of quitting we are just more determined to beat it to the ground I remember we played Nintendo Land which, by the way, I'm not sure how many people have played. It's a good game. It's for the Wii U, which I now call the Switch prototype. It's like, ah, the Wii U sold horribly. What are we gonna do? We gotta improve our system somehow. Just gonna draw a line here, draw a line there, boom. Because the Switch console is essentially just a Wii U but you can separate the little joysticks and attach it to the TV. Anyway, there's a minigame in there and it's Legend of Zelda based and it progressively gets harder with every level as video games are supposed to do. And it takes teamwork and cooperation. Now, if you've ever played a teamwork and cooperation game with somebody who's extremely competitive, you know that it can be a little unpleasant sometimes. Because, as I'm sure you've experienced if you've played with competitive people, it gets to a point where they no longer want to play for fun. They want to play for the fact that they can say that they did it. Because they are sick and tired of dying by the same 
damn creature in the same damn level. And this is why I don't play a lot of older games like DuckTales or Mega Man. DuckTales is an extremely unforgiving game because today's century of video games has pampered me. Today's video games have pampered me too much. In DuckTales you have three hearts so you can take three hits and you have three lives so you can die three times. If you manage to lose all your lives you have to start the entire level over again no matter where you are. If you are right in front of the boss door and then you die by some random spikes coming at you from who knows where uh, yeah you gotta start all over and do everything all over again there's no checkpoints. Another thing it doesn't tell you what to do and if it does it's very vague so most of the time you have to just explore and not die. Now for a game like DuckTales this is slightly difficult because there are enemies everywhere and one misstep, one mistake will cost you your life. I haven't beaten the first level. Now see unlike most games this game doesn't have a difficulty settings or you know, level 2 is harder than level 1. No, all levels are difficult, and they all suck. It's a great game. I love it. I just absolutely hate playing it. But it's Games like that require trial and error. And if I play those games too much, I stop having fun, and I just want to beat the crap out of it. I know what comes next because apparently the first time I was supposed to know that the floor was gonna fall so now that I know the floor is gonna fall I run across the floor too bad I didn't know that there was spikes if I ran too far so now I'm dead I gotta start the entire thing over and then continue on from there so that's fun anyway uh, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, my mother. She, <laughs> whenever we're playing competitive games, or you know, team games, and she loses a lot, she'll get kind of like me, and she'll just be, we'll keep trying the level until we get it beat. Even if we're all super pissed. It's, it's incredible, the persistence of family, right? So, back to the original story my conversations get like this too I branch off and then I start talking for like half an hour and then everyone's gone Thinus is Pretty's 3 was the most pain in the ass game moving on there was also uh, parts and services all you have to do is follow instructions exactly that one wasn't so bad. Pretty easy. Next was... I beat that one. Next was... Vent repairs. There was only two stages. Also pretty easy. You just gotta like do some minor puzzles while avoid avoiding death. But the trouble with those ones is you don't know how to avoid death. 
Oh yeah, that was another issue with um, Final Fantasy Freddy's 3. There's no door, so if Springtrap gets in your doorway, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Am I supposed to stare at him? Am I supposed to not look at him? I don't know. Either way, I've been dying. So, yeah, I have no idea how to avoid him if he's right there. Another thing? Yeah, so back to the vent levels. I don't know how to avoid dying, so I just gotta try to do my own business and repair the vents. And then hope whatever I do doesn't aggravate whatever's trying to kill me. Fun. Another, uh, another level was Night Terrors. This is based off the Five Nights at Freddy's 4 game, I'm sure. You just switch between two doors and make sure that nothing's coming in the hallway and just get rid of any disturbances that are in your room. The first stage is with Funtime Freddy. He has little bunny puppets. The pink one appears in your room. You gotta shine your flashlight on him to make him go away. And then you gotta watch out for the blue one in the hallway because if you miss him, he'll jump scare you and that means that the big guy, Funtime Freddy, is on his way. Beat that within a couple of tries. So one thing I noticed is that jump scares with higher pitch noises scare me more than jump scares with lower pitch noises. Because most jump scares I can see them coming. There's like two milliseconds of animation where there's no sound. So, there's that. Screeching? Startles me. Plus there's a terrifying image? Also startles me. <sighs> so, the next level was Night Marionette, which is just a super hypey, hyper creepy version of Marionette. And that one was a little difficult because the puppet comes down the halls very often. If you don't catch him coming down the halls and close your doors in time, he will kill you. So while you're watching the doors, there's also these tendrils that come out from your closet, the ceiling, and under your bed and the sides of your bed. You have to shine your flashlight at them to make them disappear. The longer they, the longer the tendrils are the longer it takes for them to disappear. So, it goes between making sure no one's in the halls and then closing the door if it is, if there is, and making sure the infection doesn't spread in your room, otherwise the creature's just gonna spawn in your room and kill you. That one I didn't beat, because that one was a pain in the butt. Anyway, holy moly, this went over 15 minutes. Well, I'm going to cut it off here, and I'll see you guys all next episode. Also, let me know if the microphone was better this time. I'll have to check for myself. Um, uh, 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 outro. <laughs> Cue the outro. See ya.